Welcome back to All Day All Night. I'm Brandon Kay, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Olivia Vansky. Hi, Brandon. Yes. It's the day before Valentine's Day. Oh, yes, it is. Well, not literally today. Not the day that we're recording. I'm not telling you what the actual date is, but the day that we upload this is yes. the day before. Brandon. Yes. I think our target market the people who listen to our comedy podcast are probably looking for a laugh. I agree. I think um, if you feel great about Valentine's Day, you know what? We have other episodes. Go listen to them. You know, this isn't for you. There's a lot of things for you. You happy, go lucky, clover field prancing, little fair maidens and fair men. You know, that's for you. There's a bunch of other places. This isn't your show. This isn't your episode. You've already got it all. Go move it forward. You know what? Like, if you were to check the boxes of, mm, am I happy? Great. If I'm successful? Great. Um, am I, you know, okay with Valentine's Day? If you're checking all through those boxes, you know, you don't belong here and you're not welcome. Like, <laughs> This is the podcast for laughs. This is the podcast for the sad sacks in the bathroom crying and saying, Moana, why was it so poignant? Oh, I love Moana so much. It's so good. It's a good movie. Disney, you're doing it right. <laughs> There's a lot of problems with Disney, but man, oh man, when they make a movie, I genuinely usually like it. I have, a, I have a joke to make you laugh. Okay. Can I introduce this segment? I got carried away <laughs> with getting people to stop oh, listening. I, I thought we did. Okay, mm -hmm. go on. Okay, so um, be, because we, we know, you know, not everybody likes Valentine's Day. And some people are actually pretty sad right now because maybe they don't have a significant other. Maybe they can't take off that wedding band just yet. And um, maybe you got broken up with a, a few days ago. And so you're reeling because they have a shit timing and couldn't wait two days. That's where you're at. It's okay. People have been there before. They've walked that path. Um, we're going to play a game called Brandon, try to make Olivia laugh. Uh, what did the stormtrooper think of his Wookiee steak? What? It's a little chewy. Huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm not my usual self. I'm not yeah. so Cloverfield prancy. So, Brandon, you got your, your work cut out. Yeah. Especially because I know that it's um the goal is not to laugh because then I lose. Yeah, and I don't have any. I'm competitive. I don't have anything prepared. I would just, I would ask you, um, have you ever seen... A barking dog before? Yes. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? It's just... Here's where I, f I find the humor. Is we have a segment about making me laugh. Yes. And you you had one great joke. Yeah. It was a good joke. Yeah. But it's very obvious you put all of your eggs in that basket. Well. And then put maybe one or two 
in the next basket. Yeah. And I appreciate that because, like, you were, that's a lot of confidence in that joke. <laughs> I like that. And we've done all the other, jo- we've done so many joke episodes that I've run out of jokes. Oh, man, I guess we're going to have to write some. Yeah. Okay, you ready for me to try to make you laugh? Okay. I'm a colonial ghost. <gasps> I didn't make you laugh. How does it feel? Fuck. This isn't fun. <laughs> Why do people we, just that's the thing is we don't we shouldn't say oh let's not laugh let's just say let's, let's have a good time and laugh okay know? i'm a colonial ghost <laughs> it feels ingenuous hey, I'm, I'm a colonial ghost brandon yes what do you do when you're sad um i take a walk <laughs> take what a walk I take a walk around. I'm sad a lot. I take a walk. I walked 30 miles this month. <laughs> Is that a mile every day? Um, Some were doubled up because I actually walk more than that, but that's how many I tracked. Mm. That's, that's, that's a few. But, you know, you, you you take care of yourself. You know, you I, watch some watch some Netflix or, you know, watch, I watch Howard Stern. Yeah, you do. I watch uh, Star Wars shows. Mm, I haven't seen a new Solo film. Oh, wow. <laughs> I started watching the Ted Bundy tapes, though. Yeah? Yeah. No comment. Just <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at. Um, yeah. I know there's a joke about, like, Jeffrey Dahmer and blackheads or something. <laughs> I don't know it. I'm not sure if that's the right serial killer or not. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. just yeah, because he has black. I just heads. I immediately thought of like uh, pimples. And that's the joke. That's the double. Like I got the joke. Yeah. Okay. So I was just <laughs> I was just like I just how funny to me. He's got a couple black heads. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, funniest. You. Oh, you got me. Yeah. So, um, Brandon. Yes. We have a lovely guest coming on uh, <laughs> later on in the week. Yeah. Are you excited about it? I am. I'm excited to meet your friend. Yeah. She's in my criminal justice class. We have a lot of interesting stories that are, are pretty, pretty messed up, actually, um, that have been haunting me. Mm. Do you want to hear them? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. You'll hear him after the break. Sounds good. So, you know how a recurring character is a colonial ghost? Yes. I'm a colonial ghost. Police will make you a ghost person, these stories. At least I feel like they do for me. Um, I enjoy them in like a, a way where I'm like, I enjoy figuring out what happened and I, it's not like a blissful joy, but more like solutions. You know, I like things to have a, uh, a conclusion. Mm-hmm. 
thought we were going to try to make people laugh, but then it didn't pan out so well. So I guess that's the format of the show, right? We, we try something, and if it doesn't work, we just go dark. Yeah. Here we go. So you know that, like, spot in between your collarbone? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there was a, a man. He was hanging, um, and his neck snapped, and there was this giant hole right in the ch- that area, like your clavicle, mm-hmm. like in the middle, that little dent, like touch it, touch your, touch right there, giant hole right there. Wow. And um, he's hanging, there's a big beam that he's hanging from, right? And uh, so, you know, the police, they're trying to figure out what happened here. Obviously, it, it could have been like a murder because there's a giant hole in his chest, right? What do you think happened, Brandon? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm imagining he fell down. The hole? He's I'm, hanging from... He, was it suicide? Was it murder? But he's hanging from something, right? Yeah, that's how people... That he fell onto it is what I'm thinking. No, yeah. he's hanging because he put the noose around his neck. There's oh. a noose. It's, you know, people hang themselves when they turn. This is what happens. I'm sorry. I just... Sweet baby lamb, and I'm like, come with me to the dark side of the night. But, um, so where do you think the hole came from? I don't know. I'll tell you. So, as they're looking at it, they see a rat, and he's climbing down the beam, and he goes down the rope, down the guy's face, and into the hole. And into the body and they can see the rat moving in the body and he's going and the rats there's lots of them they're eating the liver he must have been hanging for a while right no no he wasn't hanging for a while no it was just open air oh it was just lots of rats in his you know what's really great is the fact that you just went like right over the clavicle yeah like that's what you really want from a story like this for people to be like oh no <laughs> like he tells mine's still there right yeah like yeah it is man but like it was so funny because he's like describing this story in the classroom and we're all just like oh my god like just oh my god that's the worst thing possible right wrong there's more like it's very interesting but at the same time it's oh my god and oh by the way when they did the autopsy because you have to do autopsy for almost everybody right um they checked at his liver you know like how um rats will like chew on cheese there's like little tiny like little teeth marks and stuff on his liver the like coroner has to deal with rats. No, no, he doesn't. Cause he like they would crawl in, then they crawl out. Okay. They could breathe down there. Yep. Can you dry swallow a little closer to the <laughs> microphone? <laughs> I'll show you pictures of puppies afterwards, and I really recommend everyone look at puppies, but don't look at puppies in love because it's Valentine's Day prior. Yes, look at puppies. Okay. Okay, you ready? Next one. There's, it's just, I got a few with animals. I'm gonna do that one. Great. Just to ruin dogs and rats for you. Not that rats couldn't ruin themselves, but just, just, just cherry on top. Okay. 
So, um, okay, here's one. So there's a guy, and this is another hanging story. So he's in a storage locker, because he lives in a storage locker, right? And the storage locker owner, he calls it in because he's like, there's this guy, I usually see him every other day, but it's been five days and I haven't seen him, right? And so the police, they go in, you know, you have to roll it up, right? And they roll it up and a dog comes bolting out of the storage unit. It's very, like, happy to see them because, like, you know, he's been in there a while, apparently. He goes in. There's a bunch of porno mags spread out everywhere, right? And um, my teacher, he goes in. And this is about the time when they used to take, like, Polaroid pictures. You know, like, you take it and then you shake it, right? And so he was like, this is some voodoo shit. Like, that's what he thought. Because he saw the guy and he saw he didn't have an eye. So he just, he takes a photo of the body and then he runs out and he's like, call for backup, right? And so um, they call, they come in, homicide comes in, right? And they're like, did you look at the body? And he's like, I kind of looked at it. I just, I didn't really look at it. And he looks at the photo and not only is the eye missing, but in the words of my professor, his Franken beings were missing too, right? And he's like, obviously, this is some voodoo shit. He had like a decades rosary in his pocket that he's going over a million times like, oh my God, please keep me safe, please keep me safe, right? Just trying to find comfort in this dark, lonely world where you just saw this gruesome scene, right? And um, he's, he's saying, it's voodoo, it's voodoo, it's voodoo, it's voodoo all over again, right? And um, the, the police officers are like, no, it's not. We're pretty sure it was an accident. And he's like, how? His eye is missing. His Frank and beans are missing. And they're like, was there a dog in there? And he's like, yeah. And they said, dogs gotta eat. But yeah, it was autoerotic asphyxiation. Oh, I guess with his pornos. Yeah, yeah, porno mags everywhere. It was an accident. Oh, wow. So these people, they weren't murdered. They. He would have let his dog go if it wasn't, huh? Hmm? He would have let his dog go if it, if it wasn't. Hopefully. Yeah. Some people don't. Dark and scary <laughs> places. <laughs> drug overdose? Sure. Okay. We're at it. Do you want to hear the one about... Well, there's two. There's two junkie stories. Okay. The first one. This guy goes to the top of his roof. And he's fixing his roof. Right? And he looks over at his neighbor's um, backyard. Because, you know, he's on the roof. Right? He's fixing his roof. And he sees a kiddie pool. And there's a blue tarp over it. And there's two purple feet sticking out. And they're like, oh my god. Uh, someone's dead, right? So they call the police over, the police come, and they say, come look at this, come look at this, come look at this, right? Because they need reasonable uh, suspicion and like probable cause in order to go over. Like they can't just show up at somebody's house. There has to be like evidence and things like that. And so he goes over and 
he knocks and there's no one there and so they go in the back and they find this guy and he's on dry ice and so it's like Halloween right he's got a big hole in his head big hole and so uh, they're like obviously oh shit this is a murder they treat every dead body they encounter like a murder just in case it is just just so you know but um, it's it's not. Uh, in this case, it turns out there's like this woman in the police line. She comes up and she's like, I'm, I might know something about it, you know? And he's like, what, what? And uh, she said, um, we were a bunch of people who were smoking crack, right? And this guy, he has this shotgun. By the way, they found a shotgun in the closet. I forgot to mention that. So he has this shotgun. And he's waving her around, and everyone's like, don't point that at me. I don't like it. Don't point that gun at me. And he's like, it's not loaded. It's not loaded. It's not loaded, right? And they're like, just don't point the gun at me, which is super reasonable. I might add, don't point guns at people. And um, so he points at his, head, at his head, and he says, look, it's not loaded. It was loaded. And so there are a bunch of these junkies... Um, I'm sorry, that's not the politically correct term, but here we are. And a bunch of these people, uh, and they uh, see this guy, and he kills himself, and they they don't know what to do, you know. So they put him outside, and they put him on ice. And um, the pa- and then so the police officer he asks the woman like, why didn't you call the police or anything? Like, you know, why why aren't you doing that? And then um, they, she's like, well, because all of us have prior arrests and we're on probation and we didn't want to get caught. Yeah. So. You okay? Yeah. You, you don't seem okay. <coughs> War. <laughs> what is it good for? <coughs> Absolutely nothing. So you look disturbed. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't like these kind of stories, but, you know, it's interesting. I keep forgetting. Because <laughs> you love them so much. I really do. So we I'm try to find... Selfish person, I guess. We try to find a middle ground. I tried not to tell you murder stories. No, you, yeah, you can... You can I'm not. You can tell more. No. No, your face tells me to stop. <laughs> face tells me Olivia please stop okay um, well. but those were the less gruesome I would say yeah that yeah. I've heard yeah yeah those are not murders no but there there's more disturbing ones I haven't told you yeah well now's your chance <laughs> do you, I don't think you want to hear it yeah I do really are you sure yeah are you sure yeah our audience wants to hear it pinky swear you won't get mad yeah we'll get mad okay well, we'll we'll um we'll do two. Okay. One's not really a murder, and one's a murder. Um. Spoiler. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um. Which which one would you like? Uh, the murder. Just remember that I I, I offered to stop. You know I'm. I'm I just can... just a reminder. If, if you call me in the middle of the night and like, Olivia, it's fucking me up. And I'd be like, I know, bro. I know. Isn't our life less shitty now that we know that shittier things happen? 
Okay, so this woman is stabbed 40 times. Um, she's in the fetal position when they find her, and her hand is, um, like, her fist has a tiny piece of crumpled paper. Well, not tiny, but it's a piece of crumpled paper in her fist. And um, so what, is, what do the 40 stabs tell you? Like, imagine you're taking a criminal justice class. Why, why are they telling you? They're telling you. What does that say about the that, attacker? That he was very brutal. He was angry. Yeah. That, that implies, um, you know, people just don't just go that far. It's rage. That's overkill. Mm -hmm. Because you only need, like, two stab wounds to die. Yeah. So that's, that's over-fucking-kill. Okay. So they, they pry this piece of paper out of her hand. And um, on it, it's a protection order against her husband so that he can't be away from her and her kids. So, like, he has to be, like, that far away, right? And um, it was, like, a, I don't remember if it was a holiday or not, but for the story, we'll pretend it's Christmas because why not? So it's Christmas. He wants to see his kids. And he goes over, and she's like, you can't see your kids. We have a protection order. Because he's a domestic abuser, right? Yeah. And um, he gets so angry, he stabs her 40 times. Yeah. With her kids in the house. That's horrible. I offered to stop. You know, no, no, no. It's fetal position. That's what fucked me up. Yeah. And she's the crumpled piece of paper. Like, damn, good story. Horrible, horrible story too. Yeah. But that's I think like, like I've heard some pretty brutal descriptions before, you know. But it was just very, um, it's very sad to have somebody like with a protection order in in their hand. Yeah. It's very disturbing. So Valentine's Day, does it seem that bad by comparison? No. Good. Then we've accomplished something. Do you feel like we've accomplished something? Do I feel like we've accomplished something? Yeah. I think it's laughing and crying. Yeah, we got the laughing and crying episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll try to make you laugh, and when that didn't work, we'll just make you cry. And just scare the shit out of me. How is that scary, though? How's that scary? How is any of those stories scary? Yeah, it's not scary. The reason it's scary for me... Oh my god. <laughs> ...is because it creates a mental image, and then mm. that mental image replays. And, you know, it's well... It's traumatic. It just traumatized you. No, no, no. I was just, I was just answering your question. Okay. I mean, when you're telling me, I'm, I'm imagining, I'm looking at you, so it's okay. Like, I wouldn't want to watch like a that, that happened. That. Nobody <laughs> wants to. Let me help you. No, I wouldn't want to watch that played out in a movie or something. I don't think anybody would. No, like a horror movie, they love it. I mean, like the rat thing, sure. Yeah. That'd be. I think people would leave the theater. Are you into horror movies? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty. Could you tell? <laughs> well, I wasn't sure if you liked the true. Stuff like I, I, there's, 
I'm very jumpy. I'm a jumpy individual. Um, so it's pretty easy to scare me. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes I like them. I have to be in a mood, I think. Like most things. Like an emotionally stable mood. Yeah. Before I can sure. like uh, handle that kind of stuff. Um, but, okay. So, to be clear about this, right? So, um, moral of the story. Not, we're not victim blaming at all, by the way. Not doing that whatsoever. But just trying to find some meaning in the stories I told you. So, with the rat story, what do we learn there? You learn that sometimes it's not just murder and you have to pay attention to what's going on. You want to be careful with your masturbation habits. That's the second one. Like, don't do, like, autoerotic asphyxiation apparently gives you, like, a high when you're jerking off and you hang yourself. But there's just, a just lot of stories. Simple. Keep it simple with your masturbation. I don't think you have to keep it simple. I mean, like, use two hands. You know, <laughs> live live your best life. Yeah. But if, if it puts you at risk of death, at least let your dog go outside. Yeah. Because that's... Bruh. Your dog's gotta eat. It's hot for him. Yeah. And nobody would judge that dog. Not on this podcast. No. No, we love that dog. We love all dogs. Anyways, and then... (laughs) Like, we have to, like... (laughs) We have to tell people, are you pro-dog? Or do you not like dogs? And then someone's like, I actually don't like... You can leave, Jessica! <laughs> like... Hmm? Um, okay, so I told you those stories. What else did I tell you? I just told you a bunch you of You told me the one about the guy who shot himself in the head. Mm-hmm. So what did we do? Just don't, don't play with guns. Don't play with guns. Just don't have them. Like, you can have them, but not if you're the type of person... Who um, points it at their head and Check just like, um, just keep it empty. I'm pretty sure you can uh, load when you're in need of it. Yeah. I, I don't think it would take that long. I don't actually know anything, so don't take my advice. But just don't put a gun to your own head. That's a very good start, I would say. Okay, let's move forward. Okay. Um, last one domestic abuse it's kind of hard to come up with a lesson from that because it's just sad and there's no real thing that she could have done like she did what she could have yeah um she was doing all the right things she was doing the best she could and it's my teacher likes to tell us that you can't prevent murder Mm, okay you might be able to prevent a lot of different things but murder is one thing you can't prevent because once they have the idea in their head about killing you, it's not going away. Wow. So there's a kind of um, ominous, I would say, positivity, dare I? <laughs> ominous positivity that... I really enjoy ominous positivity. For example, it's like, um, you'll be okay. You have no choice in the matter, right? Yeah. So, Brandon, if you're going to be murdered, Uh 
there's nothing you can do to stop it. Yeah. It'll just it'll just happen and it'll be over. Not a big deal. Yep. Well, it's, it's obviously Make it quick. very big deal. Make it very quick. big deal. Let me backtrack the fuck up. Very big deal if you get murdered. Don't murder my co-host. <laughs> yeah, make it quick. But, um, yeah, death isn't that bad. It's actually, uh, in a lot of cultures, they talk about death as a transformation, you know? And I believe in reincarnation, and so the soul never really dies. So yeah. I hope that those people got reincarnated into happy lives because their lives must have been pretty tough or miserable to end up the way they did. There you go. That's been our show. Um, have a happy Valentine's Day. Um, find something to be grateful about. Maybe if you're like me, you need to hear really disturbing things to, to remind you that, hey, you know, what you're dealing with it's hard, but it's not that, at least. It's or, a good lesson. Good lesson. Or maybe you just need to stuff your face with chocolate, you know? <laughs> a little judgment, because I'm on a diet, and I'm honest about judging other people. But not enough for me to say anything. <laughs> that sounds so mean. Do you judge other people if they eat, like... Like, how many boxes of chocolate no, before you judge somebody? I can't, because I'm... I'd say six. When I'm off my diet, I'm eating whatever's inside. I'd say six before I start judging people. Boxes of candy. Yeah, like legitimate boxes of candy. Be like, yeah, Valentine's Day candy. Much. Six. Maybe five. Like, um... Five things got out of control. Six. Six? <laughs> That's a decision. <laughs> So um, if you want to be in the safe zone, I'd stick to four, four maximum, before um, you know we have a right to judge you. Yeah. Brandon, is is that fair? Yeah, I think that that sums it up. Yeah. How many boxes of chocolate should I eat before you, our dear listeners, would start to judge me? That's a great question. And um, does that answer change if it's Brandon? Asking some important gender questions. But, um, okay, well, we hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day. And a great night.